You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. Have you subscribed yet? Have you? Because if not, press the button. What are you waiting for? Get a five-star review. Why not? I don't see why not. Be part of the cool kids. Yeah. There's like four of them. <laughs> You're going to get in on the ground floor, right? Anyway, it's the off-season. We're, we're getting a little wonky. A little. Yeah. All right. So this segment is going to be one of two segments that are titled, Who is Joe Woods? Dun-dun-dun. Steve. Do you know anything about Joe Woods? Have you heard his name before this week? Um, I did just because the Browns had recently let him go, and uh, his so his name was in the the headlines. But that, I can't say I, I know him for anything else. But um, was aware he was obviously uh, part of a Denver Broncos team that won a Super Bowl. So I mean, he, he's at least coming to New Orleans with some jewelry. Yes, yes, and so. I think he was kind of scapegoated with Cleveland. You know, it, it's not that dissimilar to, to what happened with Dennis Allen this whole past season where you get like, oh, fire Joe Woods, fire Joe Woods. That'll solve all of your problems. But the, the Browns actually did. And just just leading off, here's John Johnson the third talking about the firing of Joe Woods. Anytime you don't have success, like somebody got to take the fall for it. Uh, like I said, after the game, I, everyone on his staff, they're good people, good coaches, so I know he'll land on his feet. Um, as far as, you know, if he takes people with him or whoever comes in, are they going to, you know, keep the guys over? I, I have no idea, but like I said, everyone's good people, they'll land on their feet. So, yeah, anytime you don't have success, someone has to take the fall for it. <laughs> and, you know, so we're going to get into the, a lot more of this in the second segment, but there's been a lot of criticism over, like, oh, why are you hiring someone that got fired? Well... You know, you could make a valid argument or a fair argument that, like, not all firings are the same. And in some cases, you're getting fired so that the head coach can keep his job. And if you believe John Johnson the third, which I do because he has two first names and I like it, it does sound to me like that's what happened. It's like, okay, we need a fall guy. It's just like Byron Leftwich with the Bucks, right? Like, he's not the reason that team sucked. But the head coach doesn't want to get fired, so they fire somebody, and, and then you move on. But uh, I thought that was an interesting quote from uh, from John. Yeah, what I'm curious, too, is just the fact that so many people have this negative perspective of Woods already from his 
you know, getting fired from Cleveland and then just automatically those those Raiders ties to Dennis Allen is like, oh, he's just bringing the Raiders down to New Orleans. We're going to be the Oakland Raiders South. Yeah. To me, it's a little funny just to, to think the fact that the folks think that Dennis Allen is actively trying to fail. Well, the, the criticism that I think is funny is like, oh, Dennis is only hiring his buddies. And it's like, I mean, that's just what happens in the NFL. Like you. you yeah, absolutely. It's it's all about relationships. You hire people that you like working with. Like, are we saying that he should only hire people he doesn't like? Like, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, we're going to get in a lot more of that in, in like how this kind of vision is going to look with the Saints in the second half of this. But the first half, so we're talking about Joe Woods, right? He's 52 years old, but he's been coaching since 1992. Like, he has an incredibly long coaching resume for a guy who's only 52 years old, right? Like, he's not that much older than Dennis Allen, but he's just been doing it forever. He's from North Vandergrift, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm from Jersey, and I don't even know where North Vandergriff is. Never heard of it. No. He was an all-conference defensive back at Illinois State, and he started as a defensive assistant at Muskingum College. Have you ever heard of Muskingum College? I'd have to look that one up, too. Concord, Ohio. New Concord, Ohio. I'd never heard of it before. Yes. Good old Muskingum University. A, uh, a, very, a very prestigious football school, if I've ever heard of one. But... You know, like that's where that's where he got his start. And, you know, when you look at, okay, why might Dennis Allen want to bring this guy in? It's because partially like they've had very similar career trajectories, right? So he got his first career like coaching job started with the Bucks in 2004. He was a defensive quality control coach. It's a similar entry point to what Dennis Allen had. He was a defensive quality control coordinator for the Falcons in 2002 that was under Jim Mora. Uh, from there, he took over as the Vikings defensive back coach. He was there for seven years. Now, if you remember anything that happened to the Vikings over that seven-year stretch from about 20, 2006 to 2013, one of them was Brett Favre showed up and led them to the NFC Championship. If you remember the team that just broke Brett Favre, it happened to be the Saints. So Joe Woods was the defensive backs coach for the Vikings for the, in the NFC Championship that the Saints won to go win the Super Bowl. So that's, you know, you, like this is a guy who's been around for a long time when you think about it like that. Yeah, and I'm seeing here really, you know, didn't know this at all. You know, Woods spent eight seasons in Minnesota and the Vikings finished in the top 10 in four of his first five years with the team. So that's obviously impressive. Yeah, and, and seven years is a long tenure for a position coach. You don't usually last, last as a position coach that long, especially when you have success. Like you usually will get moved up. And I think that, one of the things you're going to see here is the effect of like, it was very difficult for minority coaches to get big roles with teams, especially at that point. Like things have gotten a little looser in that regard now, but like seven years as a quality position coach and you're unable to get a coordinator job, that's kind of crazy to me. And so you went there. And so by 2010, they were, you know, traditionally the Vikings were, had moved up into top half of the NFL from a, from a past defense perspective. Xavier Rhodes is probably, I think actually Xavier Rhodes. I always mix it up because like Xavier Henry is a guy. Xavier Rhodes was, was kind of the star cornerback on a lot of those teams. And they, and they were good. Now you go forward. Like, so the end of Joe Woods Vikings career was in 2013. And so, and so yes, he went and hung out with Dennis Allen in Oakland in the 2014 season. And this is where I kind of get this like really weird vibe on Twitter of like, oh, he can't be good. He was on Dennis Allen's staff with the Raiders, 
Well, keep in mind, Dennis Allen was the coach of the Raiders for much longer than 2014. He was there in 2012. He was there in 2013. If you go to 2014, it's only a four-game stretch. Dennis Allen got fired after four games. So <laughs> look, wait, there's this large subset of Saints Twitter that thinks he can't possibly be a good coach because he's linked to the four-game stretch with Dennis Allen in the 2014 season. Which is so odd to me. Like, it's such a weird reason. Like, you could look at that and you could say, well, he must have this really bad connection with Dennis Allen. Or you could look at it and say, this is the most insignificant line on like a 25-year coaching resume. Because that's what it is. It means nothing. It really doesn't. It means absolutely nothing other than the fact that Dennis Allen likes Joe Woods. Right? Like, other than the fact that Dennis Allen at that point in his career was like, no, this is a good hire. We're going to go with this guy. And if you believe that Dennis Allen is a good defensive coach and he has a good eye for defensive coaching talent, which his track record would indicate that he does, like, guys Dennis Allen hired are getting coordinator jobs with other teams, then why would that be a bad thing? I, I get it from the fans, though. You know, they, they just see Oakland Raiders, same time as Dennis Allen. Everybody during that time is crap. And we don't want that crap. Well, it, it would at least have a little more weight if he was there all three years and it would be like, oh yeah, this was the guy Dennis Allen handpicked to be his, you know, his defensive backs coach. <laughs> no, right. Four games. And this team floundered and they were terrible. And it's like, no, he was like the guy who took over in the final, you know, it was like if Ryan Nielsen took over as the defensive coordinator for LSU in 2021. Like that's how we would talk about Ryan Nielsen. But it's like, he's not the reason this team went in the tank. He was just there at the worst possible time. Like, I think that he was he was moving on from Minnesota. He'd been there for seven years. And now you're just like, okay, how can I kind of get a fresh start? Probably thinking, okay, at some point, maybe I can move up to defensive coordinator here. And uh, it didn't happen. But, you know, from there, he goes and he signs on with the Broncos to be their defensive backs coach. And, and the thing that annoys me is like everyone looks at 2014 as if like, Man, he can't be good. He was on the Raiders in 2014, and we all know that team was terrible. Well, flash forward one year, one calendar year, and he is the defensive backs coach for a Broncos team that led the league in passing defense and won a Super Bowl. We don't want to mention that, though. (laughs) Like, that's not the season you want to talk about? (laughs) No, no, we're not going to focus on that. Only the negative stuff. No. He can't be good. A year before, he was on the Raiders. <laughs> but but what the the year he spent coaching the a Broncos DB room that you could argue was like an all-time great DB room, they went through an entire playoff run and allowed one passing touchdown. He must be, you know, that's a fluke. That doesn't matter. That was all the players. It wasn't the coach. Yeah, I mean, like, like they literally dragged Peyton Manning to a Super Bowl. Like, Peyton Manning was terrible that year. Like, Peyton Manning had a couple really good years with the Broncos. The Super Bowl year was by far his worst season. Brock Osweiler started at, like, four or five games in that season. Like, that defense dragged him there, and the defensive secondary was a huge part of that. You had guys like Aqib Tlaib on that team. Bradley Roby was on that team. And so, hey, maybe maybe Bradley Roby is a guy you bring back because he has a Joe Woods connection. Who knows? But and even here's the thing. Even if you want to say, oh, that was a fluke. He walked into a great DB room. You know, that doesn't mean he was a good coach. Well, they doubled down the next season again. In 2016, they were, again, the number one passing defense in the NFL. What are you giving me the statistics? I need all Raiders stats. It, it's just, it, it's like, like, I get it. I get it. You're not going to immediately, like, implicitly trust Dennis Allen hiring guys. And I, I, that's fair. But what annoys me is, like, the, 
the knee-jerk reaction that it must be a bad hire because it's connected to Dennis Allen and you don't like Dennis Allen. But like when you look at like the actual work this guy has put in from a defensive backs perspective, it's impressive. And you look at Dennis Allen's background, what's it his background is obviously DB. So you, you figure if you trust him with the defense, you trust him with the coaches, and you're getting a coach from a position where his specialty, you know, reigns in. I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was definitely a little taken back on how much angst there was towards this hire on on social media when it happened. But I guess that's like I said, it shouldn't be a surprise when it comes to the, you know, the musings of fans online. There's toxicity no matter what you're talking about. Like there's a lot of fans who are toxically complaining that a first round pick wasn't a good return in the Sean Payton trade, which is like you got a first round pick for a guy who's not coaching the team. Like I, I thought everyone's gonna be like, wow, slam dunk. But like it's amazing how consistently you'll hear people complaining about that. And so because you didn't get the John Gruden Hall and that was the standard for everyone for whatever reason. Yeah. So moving on. So we're back in 2016 with with Joe Woods. He's coming off of his second season as a defensive backs coach for the Broncos. And how good was he during that stretch? Well, he was able to parlay that, parlay his defensive back role into the defensive coordinator position with the Denver Broncos. Now, he was on Vance Joseph's staff. And if you know anything about Vance Joseph, he's from Marrero. Did not exactly a great head coaching tenure, but this is a significant moment for for Joe Woods. Again, like being a minority coordinator in the NFL is not all that common. And he, early in his career, he spent seven years as a defensive backs coach for the for the Vikings. Right, he had to go to the Raiders to be a defensive backs coach again. Then he went to the Broncos, won a Super Bowl, and finally he has done enough to become a defensive coordinator in the NFL. And it didn't go well. Right, like it, it was not a good tenure. It wasn't a good tenure for either Joseph or Woods. Right, like the defense regressed to number four against the pass in the league that year. The run defense was good, but you know it just continued to kind of get worse and worse. The next year they were ranked twentieth against the pass, twenty-first against the run. In all, it was an eleven and twenty-one stretch for Woods and Joseph. Both get fired. Right, like. That's what happens when you go 11 and 21 over two seasons in the NFL. They got fired. They moved on. But if you're Joe Woods, you have to be pretty proud of what happens next, right? Because you go out to San Francisco to be a defensive backs coach again. Can you guess where San Francisco finished in pass defense in the 2019 season? Uh, I'll say top five. Number one. Wow. Okay. They were the top defensive secondary against the pass. They went to the Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl they lost to Pat Mahomes. And so you're Joe Woods. You have successfully in your past three seasons serving as a defensive backs coach, led your team to the to have the number one passing defense in the NFL all three times. Now, you parlayed that first one into a defensive coordinator job. Didn't go great. It didn't go great. You went back to your roots and you were able to successfully guide a very good defense to a Super Bowl as a DB coach. He then is going to parlay that again into another defensive coordinator job. And it, it obviously did not go particularly well, but that's going to be the next segment. But that's where we are. We are talking about a coach who has, as a DB's coach, led two separate teams over three seasons to have the best pass defense in the NFL. But if you go on Saints Twitter, all you will hear about is how he coached with Dennis Allen for four games back in 2014. Yeah, that's outlandish to think is that's, that's what's going to stand out 
for him to the Saints fans. Well, to some Saints fans, I'll say. Although the majority even, because, yeah, it hasn't been pretty on social media uh, with this hire. And, you know, the to boot with, with Zach Streif leaving for Denver. Once again, there's been, you know, the negative Nellies out there cussing the Saints. Yeah, and again, and again, and we're going to get into a lot more about what happened with the Browns and how I think this is going to all work out with the Saints and why they hired him in the first place in, in the next segment. But, like, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at here. It's like, I get it. You don't like Dennis Allen. You would like to see the Saints move on, whatever. You don't think this was a good decision. Fine. But, like, don't just reflexively assume that this is a bad hire because you don't like Dennis Allen. Because when you look at the bigger picture of what Joe Woods has done in the NFL, it's a pretty impressive pick. Like, he has serious accolades. Like, he has a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, uh, like he's been to multiple NFC championships. Right, like he's been to three. I would count. So he had one with the Vikings, one with the Broncos that they won, and one with the 49ers that they won, and then another Super Bowl that they lost. So, like, you know, if you're looking for a guy who has who has like serious experience in that role, you got it. And if the only thing you can say negatively about him is Dennis Allen likes him, then I think you are approaching this from the wrong side of the equation. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, we're in that uh, that down cycle right now with this team where they had a bad year. Uh, there were some very few, I guess you could say, bright spots. And fans are just ready to pile it on, uh, expecting the worst, living in doom and gloom. But the one positive, you would say, was definitely the defensive. The scoring defense down the stretch was absolutely amazing for the Saints. And if Dennis Allen, you know, is your leader, your guy, your your coach that is also your essentially defensive coordinator that's in charge of that side of the football, I would think you'd have a little more confidence in who he thinks should be brought in. And I know that the perception is obviously they were together on a terrible Raiders team, but you just pointed out that was just four games. They barely got to know each other there. Four games. Right. Like, I mean, there was a month. It was training camp in a month. But yeah, let's let's cut that off there. Again, this is the Who is Joe Woods segment of the Inside Black and Gold podcast. And uh, we're going to come back with more from, you know, his Browns tenure. I have some more quotes from uh, from a player on the Browns, you know, kind of what happened there and how we kind of can project what could happen here with the Saints over the next few months. Stick around on Inside Black and Gold. <laughs> 